the thing that I contemplate and meditate over constantly is just the obvious. It's just blatant obviousness of the lack of holiness, the lack of intention. It is so blatantly obvious that it's often shocking that those I speak to think I don't see it, God doesn't see it, and even more shocking than that is that they don't see it, and they are the ones guilty of the lack of holiness. Now, I said holiness, not perfection. There's a difference between holiness and perfection. Holiness, by its definition, is you applying for a job, being considered amongst 10 people for that job, and being picked and chosen to put on the uniform, to sign the employment contract, to do the work and get the paycheck, the reward. You've been picked. You've been chosen. And more than that, you went and applied for the position. Did you lie when you said you wanted the job? Did you lie when you sat in front of the employer, gave them your resume and references? Did you lie? When they offered you the job and you took it, did you lie? Did you go in to embezzle, to cheat, to steal, to cause division? Did you go in to do the job, to listen to your boss, to read the employer, the employee book manual? You got your business cards, you got your office, or your building, or your vehicle. Did you lie? You were set apart. You were set apart from the others that did not get the job. And you set the job apart from the other jobs you said no to, or the other jobs you did not apply for. You went for the job that you were interested in. You went for the industry and the field of interest that you were interested in. Yet, when you come to God, liars, liars, and you say that you're interested did you start that job fighting with your boss? Did you start the job fighting with the boss? Debating the rules of their company. You took the job. They have rules. But you fight with God. You fight with the managers spiritually that he sends you in your life. What is wrong with you? How can you not see what a hypocrite you are? Are you blind? Are you deaf? Are you dumb? Are you mentally ill? Or are you just possessed of rebellion? Intrinsic rebellion. Rebellion. You think God is just a prayer at the end of your meal or before it? Something you say? Some scripture you pull off in the middle of your day to read as some sort of motivational speech? That he's not your day? That he's not your job? You don't live and move and breathe with that. Yet the devil 
gets it. It's not enough to be gay in America. Gay has to penetrate every fiber of society. Where you shop, the clothing stores have to promote it. Your HR department has to promote it. The regulations in your police department have to promote it. Where you rent has to promote it. Where you eat has to promote it. They're not satisfied until every aspect of their rebellion against God's natural order is in every aspect of your life. And yet you, 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 who say you have Bibles and read God's word, where is your holiness? Is it so obvious as the transgender walking down the street? God help them. But they're not hiding their craziness. You are hiding your holiness. You're a liar. In your office, in your work, with the secular world, with the people you meet, even with the people you claim to worship God with, you're liars. You're worse than the LGBTQ. Some of you have no crosses on your neck and a heck of a lot of you have a lot of them. Go to churches and call people brothers and sisters and don't treat them like one. Well, how can you? You don't treat the father. How can you treat the brothers and sisters right until you're first obedient to the mother and father? You're disobedient. Haters of God. Stop complaining about those who don't follow God. You really do need to look in the mirror at your life. And you lie to yourself, hiding behind this false Christian theology of grace as if it's an excuse. And it's, that's why you're useless, because you keep using the excuse. You're full of jealousy, suspicion. You are the children of the devil while you claim to be children of God and you're lying to no one, not even yourself, because you really know who you are. You just don't want to pick. You want to lie and pretend you pick God. You're no different than the homosexual, than the progressive, than the transgender, than the evolutionist. I have more respect for them. They're more honest about who they are. They're going to hell and they know it or don't know it. You're going to hell and you do know it because you know you've put everything and anything above God, especially your jobs and your women. You're no different than what happened in ancient Israel with the gods of Asher and the wealth of Babylon and Egypt. That's you. Why don't you just stop and be holy? But you don't want to be holy. You don't want to be holy. Why do you lie to me? And why do you lie to yourselves? You know you can't lie to God. Can't you just stop? You wonder why the racists and the KKK had a problem dealing with my people in the 50s and 60s. Because that's what sin does. Once you get on that bandwagon, it's just hard to stop. It's so easy to condemn the racist, isn't it? So easy to condemn those Southern redneck racists, the KKK members. It makes you feel you're righteous when you're condemning them. But how are you any different? How are any of us any different when we disobey God? It's hard to get on that bandwagon and just stop just because a man passed the law 
and said, I have to treat you like a regular human being. Man, I've been wicked. I've been a racist. I've been a sinner. For, how do I get off that bandwagon unless I really repent? Unless I really repent, turn, have a change of heart, not just a change of law. Man writes a law, so what? Criminals, MS-13, gang members, politicians, attorney generals, police officers, under the color of law, do a lot of sins. And they are the ones writing the law. The nature of man, without him submitting to God, doesn't matter what the law says. Don't you get it? You men on my podcast, always asking for a wife. Why? You're asking for a wife because you're lustful. You're lustful, not loving, lustful. You want that taste of wickedness, that sin again, that sin again. Anything to get a taste of that sin again. You're not looking for righteousness. You're trying to find a path and use God to get back to the wickedness. What happened to you? Holiness. Don't you want something fresh and new? In the animal kingdom, they fight the alphas. They fight. The young bucks come and fight to mate. When they lose that battle, it's over. The one who won gets the mate, but not you. You'll lose a battle and still fool around with the woman who now belongs to another man. Another man won her. You don't walk away like an elk, like a moose. You keep going back, not accepting your defeat, not realizing you lost that battle. And you don't want to be holy, even with the one that you end up with. Weary and leery eyes. Women don't trust you men for good reasons. They have a good reason not to trust you. I've dedicated my life to singleness to God as a eunuch for the Lord. I've helped men get married. I'm not the one getting married. I helped them get married. I helped them find someone holy. The men that I mentor, if I see something around them that they shouldn't be with, I advise them. I counsel them. Like an attorney. Like a psychiatrist, like a therapist. Not that one. Move on. Like a shepherd, you guard your sheep and you watch over them. Tell them to wait on the Lord. Not that one. Help to protect them when they're driven or blinded by their lust or lack of knowledge or lack of wisdom. But you people don't care. You don't seek the counsel of wise men or God. You don't even seek the counsel that you can find on Google and go into research. You don't care. You want what you want. You want what you want. Why isn't there a change in you? Why do people notice you're making more money or you've gotten poorer? They notice that you've gotten more fit or fat. 
they notice your hair color has changed or you lost it altogether. But they don't notice the difference in you from one month, one year to another. Do you talk any different? Have you, have you increased your vocabulary? I started in school as a eight, nine-year-old reading Webster's Dictionary, increasing my vocabulary, looking for words I didn't know and learning what they mean, how to spell them. I was a spelling bee champion. I figured that knowing words would give me an advantage, not over you, over me, over my own ignorance and stupidity. Words would increase my ability to navigate this world, to endure you, know how to talk to you, how to avoid you, what to say to you or not say, how to put a sentence together in proper structure, how to convey and communicate a message with authority and projection, not with doubt, not with ambiguity, with certainty, with confidence, and yet with humility and not pride, not arrogance, not I'm better than you, I'm just doing what you don't do. You could do it too, but you don't want to out of jealousy, envy, hate. You boys have never grown up to become men. You wanted candy when you were a kid and you wanted it when you get, went through puberty, then you wanted it when you got a job. You just want the candy. Rather it's money or sex or at the end of a bottle or a needle that's your candy. But you don't want God. Don't want to be holy, do you? And that's your choice. Papa gives you that choice, not me. Papa gives you that choice. Be holy, just be holy for he is holy. Adonai Hinemi Shema Tefilati Vehish Temesh Be Here I am, here I am, here my 
Smart and filati, they hit a mess. 